0: But the Lord has blessed us. We're still up going. Uh, I was thinking, too, the Sabbath. Take no burden in or gate or out the gate on the Sabbath day. Uh, Don't pick up any more manna than you can use. Pick it up six days and on the Sabbath day use what you've picked up so this is not Sabbath but it's Sunday. I think it's even better. In one respect it's a new day, a new week, a new start. It's a day the Lord come out of the grave victorious over the grave and sin and death. They all that aside, so it's a better day, it's a good day. It's the day the Lord hath made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Galatians, book of Galatians, third chapter, is where we'll look to begin this morning. <coughs> Galatians were having, the people at Galatia was having a little problem. Paul come along. He was gonna see if he could correct it. They were trying to go back to the ceremonial law for their salvation, but the ceremony never done anything. Never was good for anything. It's just a ceremony. It's just to do something else. That's the reason we've got so many of these cathedrals now. It's got all the stained glass windows and all that stuff. By the way, I kind of like them cracks back there. It, it reminds me of the, the uh, temple uh, when the lattice is on the windows. There's a little bit of stuff can go out from here. So I kind of like them cracks. Don't mess with them but <clears throat> there's a lot of confusion now in this world I seem like more than ever before about who Israel is uh, we had a very brief conversation last Sunday uh, pertaining to that I uh, made, also made a statement last Sunday that uh, the divine promise never was changed. Right. It remained constant. uh stars suggest we sing a same song this morning uh, standing on the promises. It's a good song. It's number one seventy five in the blue book so. <laughs> Anyway, we maybe we'll go there later. Uh but the whole world knows that there's something about Israel. They don't understand it, but they know there's something there. It's the reason the little old country's still standing, I believe. The Lord promised them that he'd bless them. That blessed Israel. So they're they're uh, in their place in the world because the Lord has set them there. He He declared they were a little obedient bitty nation. He said, "You just a little nothing, little nothing," but they're the greatest country in this world because the Lord has kept His promise. Now the old Israel that's over there in the Middle East is not the one the Lord is concerned with. He's concerned with spiritual Israel. But there's much confusion even with the church people today. They keep thinking they need to go over and get that old Israel out of its misery, help them out, and they need some help, you know, we'd be good neighbors to them, but the Lord turned away from Israel because they were stiff-necked, hard-hearted people, and they kept on and on and on and on until the Lord turned them loose. No more dealing with that Israel. Uh, a lot of the people around us recently went over there. And if you want to go over there and visit, that's all right. That's good. Go see it. Just one more mountain. You can go up in the Colorado and see some or over in the Smokies in Tennessee and look at the mountains. And all those things is good, but Don't go over there expecting to see the Lord. He's not there. 24th chapter of the book of Matthew, it was warned that don't go over in the desert. Somebody says he's over there, don't go. If he's in a private place, don't go. He's not there. Way with old national Israel. He's not there. He's in... His church, that's who he laid his life down for, was the church, the new Israel of God. So these people were trying to go back and get into the ceremony again. Verse 1, he said, O foolish Galatians, who hath bewitched you that you should not obey the truth? Before whose eyes Jesus Christ has been evidently set forth, crucified among you. Not a dead image now. New, newness of life come in him. He's been evidently set before you. He has come. Even more in our day, you see, in our day we have a more sure word of prophecy. And he has come and preached unto us, and still does, this only would I learn of you, receive you the Spirit, by the works of the law, or by the hearing of faith, are you so foolish, having begun in the Spirit, are you now made perfect by the flesh, by the ceremony of the flesh, have you suffered so many things in vain? if it be yet in vain. He therefore that ministereth to you, the Spirit and worketh the miracles among you, doeth he it by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith. Even as Abraham believed God, it was counted unto him for righteousness, or it was imputed to him, it was given to him. He believed God. Now that's the most important thing today. Believe that he is, and that he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. (coughs) The ceremony won't get it. You can go to that chapel they got where they got all the organs playing and all the soft music going and and the lights coming in through the stained glass windows and all that good stuff. But it won't do you one bit of good because it's not of the spirit. It's not an outward show. Thinking on that also, the Lord told his temple down. He said, I'm going to destroy it in three days. In three days, I'm going to build it up again. It relates to the same thing. A new Israel. A new temple. The same God. That's over all. And in you all if you be in Christ Jesus. So Abraham believed God. And it was accounted to him for righteousness. Know ye therefore that they which are of faith, the same are the children of Abraham. Are you descendants of Abraham? In a fashion you are, if you know God. We've been adopted. The adoption. Over in the book of Genesis, in the 15th chapter, I hear people talking about going over to Israel, never got to go, don't really have any desire, maybe I'd rather go up to the Smoky Mountains or something, then go there, they keep calling it the Holy Land, but it's the most unholy place on the earth, <coughs> so be careful what you title it. Uh, it's not a holy land. The same people are there today that were there when they crucified Christ. That's the very people that crucified him. The doctors and the lawyers of that day, the, the, the smart people of that day, crucified the Lord of glory. Fifteenth chapter and verse one of the book of Genesis, after these things, Lord, the word of the Lord came unto Abram in a vision saying, Fear not, Abram, I am thy shield and thy exceeding great reward. Promise. That's the promise. That's the first promise to him. What's it going to be? going to have a reward. What reward? God himself is going to deal with him face to face. I am thy shield and thy exceeding great reward. And Abram said, Lord God, what wilt thou give me, seeing I, do, I go childless, and the steward of my house is Eleazar of Damascus? And Abram said, Behold to me thou hast given no seed, and lo, one born in my house is mine heir. And behold, a word of the Lord came unto him, saying, This shall not be thine heir, but he that shall come forth out of thine own bowels shall be thine heir. And he brought him forth abroad and said, Look now toward heaven and tell me the stars, if thou be able to number them. And he said unto him, So shall thy seed be the seed one, one seed, one seed and he believed in the Lord and he counted it to him for righteousness and he said unto him I am the Lord that brought thee out of of, of earth of the Chaldees to give you this land to inherit it the promise, the promised land. That's what we're looking for in it. The promised land. It's given unto Israel. It was promise, and he never turned from it. Never, never repented. That he called little Israel. By the way, the name given to him was Israel. E L L. Mean is the Lord is persistent, he keeps Israel always has, but be be careful what Israel you talk about the Israel of the Lord that's who he's interested in he won't know how am I going to know when he goes on telling him that we won't go there in the seventeenth chapter then <clears throat> verse one again brother Bruce not with us this morning got problems with his brother every man must bear his own burden look like Bruce has got a pretty good one so we need to remember him uh, I can, Betty can for sure, understand some of these things. I had a sister that died not knowing anything for a long time and an aunt done the same thing. And then her sister not long ago we were acquainted with it again. So I feel for him. I know I know what he's going through. It's a pretty good burden. Nevertheless, he'll have to bear, he'll have to bear it, because the Lord has dealt it. But we need to remember Bruce, not only this day, but as he carries on. Seventeenth chapter and verse one, it said, and said, "When Abram was ninety years old and nine, the Lord appeared to Abram." And said unto him, I am the Almighty God, walk before me, and be thou perfect. And I will make my covenant between me and thee, and we'll multiply thee exceedingly. And Abram fell on his face, and God talked with him, saying, As for me, behold, my covenant is with thee and thou shalt be a father of many nations. Neither shall thy name any more be called Abram, but thy name shall be called Abraham. For a father of many nations have I made thee. And I will make thee exceeding fruitful, and I will make nations of thee, and kings shall come out of thee, And I will establish my covenant between me and thee and thy seed as one again after thee in their generations. And for an everlasting covenant to be a God unto thee and to thy seed after thee. Come to mind here the seed must die and be buried or be planted. Before it's resurrected, the seed, gonna be many of them come, because he's gonna be a father of many nations, but it's all wrapped up in this one thought: it's all in Jesus Christ. Every bit of it. It wasn't Israel. It wasn't what they was doing. It wasn't a national Israel but it was Jesus Christ, the seed that was to come that would save his people, Israel. He's persistent God. Never lets them go. E.L. Persistent. That's pretty good, isn't it? And I will give unto thee and to thy seed after thee the land wherein thou art a stranger in a land of Canaan for an everlasting possession, and I will be their God. Well, something to take note of here, these people never got the land. You know why they didn't? because of unbelief they didn't enter in they never returned after the after the Babylonian captivity they were given the leave to go back they didn't do it never returned so that old Israel because they were so stiff necked and hard hearted they lost their place with God. You ever heard of being reprobate? Whole nation become reprobate. Not individually speaking now, but nationally speaking. They were a reprobate nation, and God turned from them to a new Israel. Now you going to bring all that together. We just got one father here. <clears throat> so it must be through adoption. Going to adopt a people. And their name is going to be Israel. The God is persistent. He's going to save him a people. For his name's sake that they might praise him and honor him, and we might look always to him. It's all the promise was always wrapped up in Jesus Christ. He was the one to come, the seed that was to come and establish Israel. Back over. In the book of Galatians again, read a few more verses here. <clears throat> Verse 7, I guess, Know ye therefore that they which are of faith the same are the children of Abraham. That's what we just got through saying. In the scripture for seeing that God would justify the heathen. Heathen. That's what my mother used to call Paul and I. We'd get a little rowdy. Say, y'all act like a little heathen. Out of the way kind of folks, you know. he little heathen. The heathen through faith. Preached before the gospel unto Abraham, saying, In thee shall all the nations be blessed. All of the nations. Go ye therefore into all the world and preach the gospel. That was a true blessing. The gospel of Jesus Christ would come. So then they which be of faith are blessed with faithful Abraham. For as many as are of the works of the law are under the curse, for it is written curses everyone that continueth not in all things. In other words, what I've been saying, do this and live. But they couldn't do it. We can't do it. Never could. Couldn't keep the law. But listen, the law come much later. We'll see that in a minute. But, when, but that no man is justified by the law inside of God, it is evident. For the just shall live by faith. And the law is not a faith. But the man that doeth them shall live in them in the covenant. In the keeping of law. That's another thing. Baptist church is worse worse people I know of to try to get rid of the law. I say, well it's been done away with. No, no. That's what the Lord came. The Lord came for that reason, really to justify the law. It's good. We need it. Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. Brother talked the other day, mentioned by Caris in our stead. He came. To redeem us from the curse of the law. You know what the curse of the law was? Death. Death. For it's written, cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree, that the blessing, that the blessing of Abraham might come unto the Gentiles through Jesus Christ. I said he's the center point of all this. That we might receive the promise of the spirit through faith, you believe God? That's the whole point of the thing. Do you believe God? In his promise. He made a promise,' going to save a people, and he's going to be their God, and they're going to be His people. That was the whole promise there. I'm going to make you a great nation that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith, the promise, and that's that something, the promise, Lord never, never, ever repented of the promise he dealt differently with the people he said several times in scripture he repented he just dealt with them a little differently but not the promise not the promise It was sure in jesus christ it was sure he came and bought it And then verse 15 they so said, Brethren, I speak after the manner of men. Though it be but a man's covenant, yet it be confirmed, if it be confirmed, no man disannulleth or addeth thereto. Now to Abraham and to his seed were the promises made. He saith not as to seeds as of many, But as of one and to thy seed, which is Christ, the seed that must die, that must be planted, that must be resurrected, that he might be victorious over death in the grave. Yet it be confirmed, no man disannulleth or addeth thereto. Now to Abraham and his seed were the promises made. He saith not as to seeds as are many, but as of one and to thy seed, which is Christ. And this I say, that the covenant that was confirmed before of God in Christ, the law, which was 430 years after, after what? After the promise. So it didn't have a thing in the world to do with nothing to start with. which was the four hundred and thirty years after cannot disenow that it should make the promise make the promise of none effect when it come along it didn't change a thing according to the promise it four hundred years later when the law got here when it was handed down, Moses went up into the mountain received it and come down. But the promise was already. It was made to Abraham. I'm gonna make you a great nation. A great nation. Gonna be as many as the sand of the sea. He said, "For if the inheritance, if the inheritance be of the law, it is no more of promise. But God gave it to Abraham by promise. Wherefore serveth the law? It was added because of transgression." till the seed should come to whom the promise was made, that it was ordained by angels in the hand of a mediator. Now, a mediator is not a mediator of one, but God is one. Is the law then against the promises of God? No. No. Mm-mm. God forbid for if it had been a law given which could have given life barely righteousness should have been by the law but it wasn't it was by promise in the book of Romans the 4th chapter <coughs> I guess 11, verse 11, and he received a sign of circumcision, a seal, a seal of the righteousness of faith which he had yet being uncircumcised. Wasn't any ceremony here now. He received that before. That he might be the father of all them that believe, though they be not circumcised, that the righteousness might be imputed unto them also. And the Father of circumcision to them who are not of the circumcision only. You need to stop and read that a little, kind of search it out, Doing a little double talk here, but it's saying the same thing we've been saying, not of circumcision only, but also walk in the steps of the faith of our Father Abraham. He believed God, and it was counted to him for righteousness, which he had being yet uncircumcised. So the law did not have anything to do with saving Abraham. Now let me tell you about the law a little bit. The law was added because of the transgression it was added to aid in the promises. How else would we have known lust had not been for the law? So the law is good. It's always prodding men to do right. It's the pattern. He's talking about the temple. If 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 deed be show them show them the pattern the pattern is set in Jesus Christ sometimes we ourselves get we kind of wonder about old Israel and and I have no doubt that somewhere they fit into the whole scheme of things yet I'm talking about national Israel now. I'm afraid they fit in somewhere. I'm kind of like not looking for the Battle of Armageddon myself. Uh, the battle, the Valley of Megiddo, is not big enough for all the armies that the, the scripture describes. I'm not looking for that. And if they tell you it's over in the desert, don't go over there. Let it alone. Let it lie. Because he's going to come in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye. He'll be here. So don't go over there looking for him. But to him that worketh not, but believeth on him that justifies the ungodly, his faith is counted for righteousness. even as David also described the blessedness of the man unto whom God imputeth righteousness without works, saying, Blessed are they whose iniquities are forgiven and whose sins are covered. Blessed is a man to whom the Lord will not impute sin. Then verse nine he said, Cometh this blessedness up on the circumcision only, or on the uncircumcision also. Hmm. Verse fourteen he said, For if they which are of the law be heirs. Faith is made void, and the promise made of non-effect. Because the law worketh wrath. For where no law is, there's no transgression. I think that's what the folks have got in mind. If we get rid of that law, get rid of the law, then I mean, there's no lawbreaker. Therefore, if it be of faith, that it might be by grace To the end, the promise might be sure to all the seed, not to that only which is of the law, but to that which also which is of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. Over in the book of Isaiah, the forty-third chapter. Verse 1, he said, Now, but now, thus saith the Lord that created thee, O Jacob, and he that formed thee, O Israel, fear not. That's where we started, wasn't it? Fear not. I'm going to be your exceeding great reward. Fear not, for I have redeemed thee. I have called thee by thy name. What was that name? Israel and thou art mine. When thou passest through the waters I will be to thee, or be with thee and through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee, and when thou walkest through the fire, thou shalt not be burned, neither shall the flame kindle upon thee, for I am the Lord thy God, the holy one of Israel thy savior I gave Egypt for thy ransom Ethiopia and Sheba for thee Sheba for thee since thou wast precious in my sight thou hast been honorable and I have loved thee and therefore will I give men for thee and people for thy life fear not once again for I am with thee, I will bring thy seed from the east and gather thee from the west. And I will say to the north, Give up, and to the south, keep not back, and bring my sons from afar, my daughters from the ends of the earth, even every one that is called, every that is called by my name. For I have created him, created him for my glory. I have formed him, yea, I have made him. What a promise! The Lord is faithful to keep his promise, to keep his people. back in the book of Romans again 11th chapter good thing Lord put the book of Romans in here we wouldn't know nothing If I can get my pages, quit sticking together again. In verse 18. Now let's go back up. Verse 15. For the casting away of them be the reconciling of the world. What shall the receiving of them be but life from the dead? Now I said they had become reprobate. But the Lord has promised another promise there even be a remnant in old Israel like in all the other parts of the world going to be a remnant if the casting away of them be the reconciling of the world that what shall the receiving of them be but life from a the dead, there's also a warning in this thing. Don't get thinking you too heady and high minded now because we call ourselves Israel, the Israel of God. We need to be careful. He said, for the first fruit be, if the first fruit be holy, the lump is also holy, and if the root be holy, so are the branches. And if some of the branches be broken off, and now being a wild olive tree, that's you and I, being wild olive tree, are grafted in among them and with them, partakers of the root and the fatness of the olive tree, boast not against the branches. But if thou boast thou bearest not the root, but the root thee, thou wilt say then the branches were broken off, that I might be grafted in, that we might be become the children of God through adoption, or being grafted in to the true branch well because of unbelief they were broken off and thou standest by faith be not high-minded but fear for if God spared not the natural branches take heed lest he also spare not thee Behold, therefore, the goodness and severity of God on them which fail severity, but toward thee, goodness. If thou continue in His goodness, otherwise thou also shall be cut off. So, as warning here, we must, we must be careful to walk in the statutes that the Lord has given us. Be careful to give praise and honor where it is due unto Jesus Christ, the seed that was to come and save his people from their sin. The blessing and promise were given unto Israel the Israel of God I'm going to make you a great nation and I'm going to be their God and they're going to be my people in the day of my power they will be willing they will come go out and bring them in gather them up from the four corners bring them to the house of the Lord keep the Sabbath It's a holy day. The old land over is not holy, but today is a holy day.